Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time time. for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts. Chris Schubert's here floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network, and we're brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all your sports wagering information. They've got it all. Football, NBA, NHL, golf, boxing, tennis, you name it. You can find it on a super easy-to-navigate website that you can find on your desktop, your mobile device. They've got giveaways. They've got contests, all kinds of fun all season long. We got a deal for you. Sign up today. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to receive that reward. That is B L E A V. It's bet online and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy National Mutt Day to you. Mutt, like the dog. Yeah, man. I love mutts. Yeah, I'm a big dog guy. I know it's a controversial comment for Chris Schubert, but uh, happy Mutt Day to you as well. Yeah, you, you we both own mutts, right? You, you, Sophie's a mutt. Yeah, she's she's uh, largely Australian cattle dog, but she's got a little little mix in her somewhere. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a French bulldog. You can get a great dog that's a mutt that needs your help, that needs to be rescued, and I encourage everyone to do it. Amen. What's up, Chris? Yes. Hello. Not really, mu- not really much I'm going to add to the dog conversation here, but I appreciate your guys' sentiments, and that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, takes on takes, two truths and a lie. I think everybody's favorite show of the week. we got a lot. We got a backlog. We are not going to get to them all. I'm just going to tell everybody here ahead of time. Got a lot of takes because we did not do a takes on takes last week. We did the mock draft because it was Thanksgiving. So we got a backlog. I'm going to try to get through as many of them as we can. It is a travel day for two-thirds of the show, so it's a <laughs> lot going on today here. So we're going to get to what we can, and we're going to hopefully have a fun show for you here on a Friday. Take from Alex. Take Justin Jefferson is the second coming of Larry Fitzgerald, a sure-handed wide receiver who carries their team. But unlike Larry Legend, he will be out of Minnesota within the next three seasons due to contract complications. Okay. Sure, on the Larry Fitzgerald part, this guy's an unbelievable player. Like, I think – I'll go ahead and say it. Here's, I guess, a take within answering a take. I think that Justin Jefferson's right there in this, like, Trent Williams – I hate to say Aaron Donald because he's not been that good this year. But, like, those premier top-of-their-positions, like – Best players in the league, Justin Jefferson's in that mix. But I don't know, yes. like, why? Why would he leave Minnesota? Like, what a tragedy that would be. You can't, you can't let that guy walk. No, you, you just can't. You cannot let him walk. I, that that's a guy that is a staple of your roster. You pay that guy. Wide receivers have become a premier position. You got Kirk Cousins coming off the books. Like Kirk Cousins, they go be there when it's time to pay Justin Jefferson the big part of his new contract. Can't happen. That deal's going to be over 30. I mean, what? It, oh, 35? Tyreek's 30. Yeah, yeah, probably 35 would be my guess. Get your young quarterback to go with him and, and prosper for a little bit here if you're Minnesota. You're not kidding. <laughs> this take from MB Jerky is how I'm going to pronounce his name. Ooh. 
Ooh, take. That sounds fun. The idea of drafting a quarterback to extend a struggling coach's leash is incredibly flawed. If anything, more struggles will be seen as that coach impeding a young quarterback's development and gets them out the door even sooner. I would agree. <laughs> I agree. You're drafting a quarterback to save your job. When's the last time it worked? I, it's a good point. Matt Nagy, sorry, bud. Uh, well, could not tell you the last time it actually yeah, worked. I, I don't. I don't know when it ever has. Maybe got you a little time. Not good for anybody. Right. This so take out from on Mr. that or take. Or in on that take. Take from Mr. JPEG. Joe, Kyle, and Chris should all be ashamed of themselves for mm. Wednesday's mm. pod. All three said the Broncos would be all the way out on Peyton because they don't have a first rounder, except they do from the Bradley Chubb trade. So Peyton to Denver with Russ would be an exceptional idea. Got a lot of tweets about this. So apologies. We did forget. That does not change <laughs> that they're not going to do this. I, I, I was still all the way out. Right. I, okay. They have Wait, the first. I, I'm still I, out. I, I, Right, I figured it was less important to do the, well, actually, they have the 49ers pick that I think we forgot last week, too, right? So, we, like, it, we forgot this. It, we it sprung this up a couple lot. times, and we just we just kind of blow over it. And, like, kudos to them for, for getting a draft pick, especially with the emergence of, of Baron Browning and having Randy Gregory under contract. So, like, they're, they're okay in the pass rush group. But, like, it, it, I'm out for the sake of Sean Payton with Russ. I, I, don't, I don't know how well that story goes now with what Russ looks to be these days. I, I wonder, I wonder. And my response to that was call up the the saints and offer them Russ for Peyton and see what happens. I think maybe in the, in the last couple of days, I've, I've even strengthened my thought there that you offer the first and, and Russ for Sean mm. Payton. If you're, you're, Denver, you're that you ready to it. get out. If you're, Denver, you're that ready you to get do out. It, right. I don't know. Let's see. This take from Joe at work, I believe. Joe at work. It's my favorite guy. Just because that take handles so good. Take. Jim Leonard overplayed his hand worse than any aspiring head coach in recent history. He was offered the Packers DC position, turned it down, got the interim head coaching tag at Wisconsin, and got passed over for Luke Fickle. He'll he'll certainly land on his feet, but he bet on himself and lost. Um, Did he bet on himself or was it patience for the right opportunity? Right? Yeah, when did he lose? He he'll lose when he, he never gets a good power five it's, job. Or right, he, he, like he hasn't market. declared it's, himself yet at all. It's it's not a loss unless you sell, right? So he hasn't was, lost yet. Is the is are, are they chalking it up to a loss because he he's not the new head coach at Wisconsin? Right. Are they saying that the only way this was a win if he's the head coach at Wisconsin and there's no chance yeah. he gets another head coaching job elsewhere? Because I don't agree with that sentiment. Right. Because that this stuff happens all the time where it's like. You wonder, like Luke Fickle was in line for that Notre Dame job, right? And now, like, oh, he didn't do it, and so now he goes to Wisconsin. Well, that was a choice, right? I mean, we see this all the time where guys hold out for different opportunities, and they or they get glossed over for opportunities and eventually get one, and they win. So I'm I'm not calling this an L yet. Yet. Can I tattle take? Can I tattle take on a big on Ooh. the Big Ten? This is on the Big Ten specifically on the conference. Well, well, no, it's one team inside the Big Ten, but we're talking about the Big Ten. I figured I would keep it in the same place. Okay. Why are we trying to run Ryan Day out of Ohio State? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's bad. I got when stories say saying we. they should replace him with Mike Vrabel. <laughs> like, what are we? When What's you going say on we, here? can we clarify? It's Ohio State fans. Correct. But, like, what are we doing here? 
the same. It's the same this Alabama is, fans that wanted Nick Saban fired for losing to LSU in 2019. It's the same Michigan fans that have been trying to get Jim Harbaugh right. running out of town we, since the beginning. Forty-five of time. and five. It's it's this is like the Joe. Do you remember the conversation we had when Baltimore was thinking about getting rid of John Harbaugh? Yes, and we were like. Go ahead and do it and watch how many teams Im- shamelessly embarrass themselves falling over each other trying to hire that to be your new head coach. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fire him. I'm here for the chaos. Go ahead. So, And he beat him. He beat Michigan twice, right? So he's two and two. Is that where he's at? Yeah, that sounds right. So, and somebody was like, I, this is a great tweet response. Somebody was like, uh, well, Woody Hayes, you know, wouldn't lose the Michigan or whatever. It's like, but he lost to him 11 times. But Joe, what? Joe, his only Ryan Day's only college football playoff appearance was in a COVID shortened season. So it doesn't really count. We can't count. Right. That. It does, it's not real. It doesn't it's count. It's not real. Can't right. believe USC real. would hire Lincoln Riley. What a joke. Right. What? Take from Will Ford. Can I hold Hot. on? The reality is Ryan Day's got to fix the defense, and he's got to get the right defensive mind in there and the right defensive talent. Like, offense is fun. It's great. But really, Ryan Day, you got to get the defense figured out. What's Jim Leonard up to? Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Boy, that would be fun. I like that, Chris. You want to fast track and actually get yourself a big-time head coaching spot? <laughs> there you go. That's the way you do it. Hot take. And based on your comments about Houston not being ready to draft Bryce Young, the Texans draft Jalen Carter first overall and can go with a quarterback such as Hooker late in the draft, even though I personally hate that for Hendon. We, we Can I interject for just a second? Yeah, of course. This is not a shot against Hendon Hooker. It is going to be very tough for a guy that old with that kind of injury to get drafted. Ooh. I think he'll get drafted. I just think he's he's a firmly a day three pick. Like it's, with the day two stuff's over. Yes, I think so. I think the, so. Houston has to have something different at quarterback next year, right? But it doesn't doesn't have to be a high first round pick that we all know we're just going to sit here and watch him crash and burn for three Joe, years. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Just go sign Tyler Huntley. Just sign him. Yeah, I, I'm or like just exactly go Tyrod Taylor and and Tyler Huntley or something like that. Just buy. They just need time, man. You have two firsts. You could trade. You, we want to trade out of the number one spot because the team wants to get a quarterback, and you want to get more picks. I, I well, can co-sign that. Now I like that, and as much as I like Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, I think we a King's we're not ransom. a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter yeah. away from winning. Uh, give me the King's ransom to get out of there. Kyle, you've been quiet. We've been talking. What you what you think here? Um, Kyle's packing while he's doing the show, so he's not. <laughs> no, I'm I'm thinking about packing while I'm doing the show. <laughs> Is that it? That's it? You're not? There's I no... have no contributions to this conversation. Okay. This take from Fink... this... Thanks. Good this idea. Take from... This take from Finkel is Einhorn. Takes on takes. And I will tell you, his last take, he called out Joe for his food takes. So this is the, this is the, the bedrock that we have here. Takes on takes. The AFC East has three of the top five GMs in all of football. Want to specify that I'm not talking about Belichick. Veach and Lynch would round out my top five. Honorable mention to Schneider. Too inconsistent to be top five, but when he hits, he hits big. So it appears as though we're going to do the thing. Are we going to do the thing, or can we can we do the thing next week as like a sh- like the show? We could. We you know, could tier tier the GMs. Yeah. All right. That sounds. Okay. Good. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, that's good tier maker for next week. 
but we're just going to ignore this take. Like, we're not going to talk about it at all. I, like, I find I like it unlike. He said three of the top five. Yeah, I disagree with this. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think so. Not sure. I'm not sure I can get on board here. That it feels rich, but we'll we'll see when we yeah, do we'll the thing. Out. We'll do the thing next week. We'll do the thing next week. So there you go, Joe. When you ask me on two, on Wednesday morning, what's our tier you, maker the for the week? The text isn't coming. Just remember that this is what it was. Okay. Try to get that in and make sure that it's the first thing you see when you wake up. Let's take from take from from John Hoffman, who spells his name J H O N and does not have a profile picture on Twitter. The Jets will sign Jimmy G this offseason, and his first season with the Jets will lead them to a playoff win. This allows them to compete now, also allows them the flexibility to take a quarterback in the draft in the next two years that can sit and develop. Yeah. This is going to be the bane of my existence. This is never going to go away, is it? Jimmy G to no. the Jets is going to just, it's going to be my entire well, I'm not sure why you're fighting it Welcome. so hard, though. Like, Because, Joe, there's a ceiling with Jimmy Garoppolo. You worse. Yeah, but you could do so much worse. Uh, yeah, no, I can have Zach Wilson. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Oh boy, I just don't. I, I want a long-term answer, man. I've been my whole life. I've been searching. I, I, like Jimmy Garoppolo is not a long-term answer. What? Why not? Why couldn't he be? Just execute the system, right? Why couldn't he be? How old's Jimmy G? What's he like? Tw- he's got to be in his thirties, right? Probably around thirty. No, don't do How this. How old it's- is Jimmy Garoppolo? I've already done it. Jimmy Garoppolo is 31 years old. 31. He's what got am 10 I years left in him. He does not have 10, years, 10 years. No, not everybody is is Thomas Patrick Edward Brady. It doesn't work that way. He's got five or six, right? He's got five you got years. years. You got a five-year window. That's pretty good. Like, we act oh, like that. Oh, wow, a five-year right. window. This was the last time the Jets had a quarterback five for five years. Five years of continuity at the quarterback position. Listen, that's give Mark you net, Sanchez took them to back-to-back AFC championship camps, okay? That's it. That's what I've got. Well, Rex Ryan ain't running through those doors, brother. <laughs> can't. I can't. This take from this take from Ian Miller. Take that thing where Kyle and Joe quick compared Bears players to every NFL roster was more engaging than all of Word Association. So this is a double tie. This is a double shot. This is a wow. we like this segment very much, but also Joe Word Association. It's not working out. I don't Feels know. good. Feels good to bring quality content to the to the table, as I did. To, to, Joe, I just wanted to give you an opportunity. I don't, to I don't know what to say. I've, I've not. I'm not going to defend myself in in word association. I, I know I'm not good at it. Like I appreciate the, the perpetual reminders. <laughs> like I one time I was like, okay, I'll I'll script it out and try to do my best to deliver, and I got ridiculed for that. So I don't did, know. I like the guy that said we should just change it to vibe association. I did see that. I did so see stuck on like oh, the that's interesting. Of word association. I did see. I did see that, and I like that. I like that for you, Joe. I like that. Yeah. Did we do the take from Teddy about Hutchinson being the front runner for defensive rookie of the year the last time we did the show? I, I don't, don't know, remember. If you want us to give Sauce Gardner some flowers and saying that he should be in consideration, we can do that real quick if you want. So then I'll read it. I'll read it to the take. If we've already done it, my apologies to the listeners of the show, but we're doing a take again then. Hutchinson should be front runner for defensive rookie of the year. He has more sacks than Walker and Thibodeau combined. He has as many interceptions as Sauce Gardner plus a fumble recovery as well. Sauce is benefiting from an excellent D line. Hutch is not benefiting from an excellent secondary. Hutch greater than signed Sauce. They're both deserving. Hutch was was declared our NFC Panini rated rookie rookie of the month for the month of November as of about 20 minutes ago. So I think he's got a pretty good feather in his cap in that regard with multiple interceptions on the defensive line and pretty good sack numbers. And he shows up every week. 
I think he's I think he's got a good shot. Just take from Dolphins Grace. Take Travis Kelsey and Cooper Cup are the best two players after the catch in the NFL. Really, Cooper Cup? Mm. Well, he he didn't say tight end. He said these are the best two players in the league after, after the, the catch. catch. That's so interesting to me. Who do you think of when, like, when you think Yak? I don't know. Debo comes to mind, right? Debo's a good one. Who Tariq? are Yak leaders? Tony Pollard's really good after the catch. Okay. I mean, Travis Kelsey is, yeah, he's a monster. Are we sure Cup, though? Cup is sixth in the NFL in Yak right now. Yeah, volume of Yak, though? He averages 5.7. That's pretty good. He's at 402, and he's missed, what, three games? Two games at this point? He's missed missed a couple weeks with the high ankle sprain. We probably won't see him again. Um, McCaffrey? Yeah, he's good. I think Debo's a good I, I would put Debo over Cup at a minimum, which would make me out on this take. But probably all all of them in the top five, right? They're yeah, both they're yeah. all top tier yards after catch guys. I would agree. Yeah. By the way, before we move to the next take, I just want to shout out the listeners of this show in the TDM Premium Discord and on Twitter sharing their Spotify wrapped for the years. Yeah. Awesome. And all of the people it's that cool. have very draft cool. dudes very high up on their podcast rankings. We appreciate that very much. Love seeing that stuff. Love seeing how much Draft Dudes uh, is part of your lives on a daily basis. Uh, this take from Harry. Take, there will be an NFL franchise in another country by 2030. And that, I mean, that would need to start, that we would need to start rolling downhill in the next, what, three years? My, but, but my concern with it remains the same. All right, so like, are we willing to consider somewhere in Can- Toronto or um, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Mexico City? That's that's more likely to me than London or Germany yeah. or any of the European countries. Mexico City Here, is the most populated city in North America, right? And they constantly draw 70,000 at yeah. Stadio Azteca every time they play there. See, to me, guys, the only way you can do European expansion is you can't just have one team. You have to have like five or six. And like you got to create like a division. Right. You got to play or, a whole whole series of games over there where you stay there and you play amongst and you yourselves. Play, right. And and then you like teams travel over one at a time to play you. And then like you have to come over and stay over here for like half the year to play your other half of we the can, schedule and just play all your road games. We complain about the way the schedule's made now with Thursday Night Football and everything like that. Good yeah. luck if you add an international division. Well, the other solution is teleportation. If we can get that going... In the next eight years? That's, yeah. It's what's fair. It, what's that's, Elon Musk working on right now besides... Well, he's going to put this chips like in people's brains soon. The, the, the <laughs> he's still working on that, thing. too. He's still working on that, too. He's also breaking Twitter, so... I think we're going to leave that leave that right there. And Let that on. where it lies. Yep. This take from Ben Hansen. In the modern day... Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a longer tweet. Hold on, stand by, stand by, stand by. Oh, boy. Quarterbacks, offensive tackles, edge, wide receivers, and cornerbacks don't have to be... Uh, uh, I I, I skipped the sentence. Stop, pause. We're going to redo this from the beginning. In the modern day, of all the positions to be 
to be elite at, safety is the least impactful. Quarterbacks, offensive tackles, edge, wide receivers, and cornerbacks don't have to be explained. An elite interior offensive lineman can unlock an offense. Look at Jason Kelsey. There is a lack of elite defensive tackles, which make them more valued, and they can be absolute game wreckers like Aaron Donald. Linebackers have more of a chance to make a big impact in the run. run running backs can completely take over an offense. Look at Barkley and Henry. You can't stop those guys even if you tried. As much as I like guys like Derwin, Marcus, and Buddha, they just aren't as impactful as other positions. Baltimore is 26, Arizona is 23rd, and Chargers are 20 in passing yards allowed. There's obviously more to it, but this just shows that they aren't as impactful as we like to think. It's a very thoughtful uh, take there from Ben. Is there, what what's like the, at the root of what he's trying to communicate there? Is it, is it as simple as safeties aren't that impactful, or is, he it, does say is that he measuring the, it against defensive tackles? If you can see, he has the TLDR for the take, which I read at the beginning. In the modern day, of all the positions to be elite at, safety is the least impactful. Yeah, as long as we can simultaneously agree that it's, if you can have a, a difference maker at safety that's a math changer to steal a Kyle Krabs term of late, um, then okay. But I, 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 don't, I don't think that you shouldn't care about having good safeties. I think they can help a great defense. So the disguise, I think, I think that's huge, right? Changing the picture post snap with your ability to spin into different coverage rotations, your ability to fill different roles, to be able to tackle and play the run and sub. I mean, matchup stuff. I mean, man, if you get guys that can help you do all that stuff, they really do matter for you. I would agree. I, I math changers, greater sign, individual player or individual position importance. I've Great players at any position can make an impact on the game. I've got one more take, and then we can do two truths and a lie here. Let's take from David. Are quarterbacks being rushed through and possibly, in effect, being set up to fail by teams desperate for a new franchise quarterback when they really should sit for a year to acclimate? This is in response to Zach Wilson being benched. Yes. Yeah. We're not willing to do it. Ben Roethlisberger ruined it all. You really did, right? You drafted a quarterback in the first round back in the early two thousands, late nineties. Kyle, you know this. You didn't. They didn't. They didn't play. Right. They didn't play. Ben Roethlisberger normal, ruined it all. Was right? normal too slow play and wide receivers. They, that was the three year thing. Right. <laughs> don't don't expect anything. Year one, year two, he's probably going to frustrate you a ton, and then year three, he'll he'll be what he's going to be in year right. three, and that's it. Anything <laughs> before that is too early. Um, Justin Herbert also ruined this, right? Well, 10 years later, right, or whatever. Right, right. But as the, as the more modern example, Justin Herbert is yeah. not the expectation for everyone. Right. <laughs> Shouldn't be. Right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, I think we all wish that life would come with a user manual to help us through all of the ups and downs, but unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. So when it's not working for you, it is normal to feel stuck. It's normal to feel like things are out of sorts. Navigating any of life's challenges, whether that is a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, all of the stresses of life, it can make you feel unsure. Well, therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of all of those challenging emotions and help you learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of that kind 
complex engine called you and your brain. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. It couldn't be any simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash draft dudes. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash draft dudes. Two truths and a lie. Everybody's favorite segment of the week. Let's have fun. Let's have we're fun. Gonna have, we're going to have fun here on the show today. I think the there's another game. F word I'd like to use to describe this game, but I won't because <laughs> I won't. I don't want to have to edit it. The standings entering this week of play. Kyle is 13 and 7 in first place. Joe, 500, 10 and 10. Myself, the bottom of the standings, 6 and 14. And I'd just like to make an official statement here after we started the season 6 and 14. We are evaluating all options in order to make our team better <laughs> for the remainder of the season. Nothing is off the table when it comes to trying to turn this around to try to win the year of Two Truths and a Lie. I've got a month left to try to figure it out. We're going to try to do whatever we can. That means I go first because I'm in last place. That's how this works. Maybe Kyle, as the leader, should should have the honors of picking who goes first. Okay, sure. I'll go, you fir- know I'll go first. Great. I'll go first, then we'll get, do the controversial we'll the, part first. Yeah, we'll get the pain out of the way here, and then we can have fun the remainder of the right. show. We're having fun right. no matter what. Nah, Joel. So guys being fun. dudes. I visited our second favorite website again, guys. Playoffpredictors.com. Lovely. Playoffpredictors.com. And I have three statements based on the final outcomes of the predicted every this game. is what started it this is what started it this is what started the last couple of weeks being tenuous you went to this website and you gave us things and it went off the rails i'm just saying okay Sorry. but it, it's continue. it's you know what i feel about a lot of the teams i'm gonna ask you to use some some logic based on remaining schedules the statements that are made some things we've talked about in the last couple of of days in staff meetings like uh, I'm not just throwing poop at the wall here, okay? So I have I three will be statements. Poop at the wall in mind, so just get ready for that. <laughs> See, I, I'll is... try my best not to get angry about it. Um, I, so I have three statements based on the the final season standings, uh, based at the end of predicting every game from now until the end of the year. So it's six weeks of games. Here are my statements: Two teams in the AFC will miss the playoffs with a winning record including one with 10 wins. And this is statement number one. Statement number two, a four and seven team will make the playoffs. And statement number three, the number one seed in the AFC will not be decided with a tiebreaker. Can I just make something very clear here? I've been very critical of you over the last couple of weeks in the way that you've approached things. I'm okay with this. I might not get it right, I, I'm okay with this. Yeah, I think this is in the spirit of It's not it's it's not great, but I, I, I can accept it. Joe, what did you what, theme? Joe, I want to try something here. I want to mm-hmm. go completely different this week. I want you to tell me immediately if you had to say right now which one it was, without talking it out, which one did your gut say? Because I had one and I want to see if we match and then we can talk it out. My gut says that the lie is that the number one AFC seed Ah yeah shit. Sorry. <laughs> Wow. All right, well, tap the, the tag, tag on, the on it. There it is. <laughs> it's a free for all now, boys. <laughs> I think my gut is the lie is number one. That two okay, AFC my gut, teams with a winning record missed the playoffs. My gut was number two, that a four and seven team makes the playoffs. So 
We're in different spots now. We really need to talk this. I don't have convictions. I know that Kyle went on this bit. Was it in? Again, I have a lot of conversations with Kyle. I have no idea when it was. At some point yesterday, we talked about four and seven teams. We had a conversation. What you were there? So it was in the staff meeting yesterday. Were you asking me a question? Because my headphones disconnected. I no, he was that. asking me a question. Okay, he and I were discussing. I, just, so I Joe, came back was... to, were you there? And I was like, oh, no. So, no. so Joe, I Joe, I know for a fact yeah. that, that Kyle believes the Jets will get to like nine wins but not make the playoffs. Right. So that's one of the two teams in the AFC. I just now need to find one team that's going to get to double-digit wins and miss. It could be well. So Kyle and I had a conversation yesterday where we talked about the AFC playoff picture, and we basically settled on the Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Bengals, Titans, Chargers, and Chiefs. Okay, that's where we settled. Do you think that there's another team with a winning record, not the Jets, that will miss the postseason? Who are the candidates? Let me look at it. Can I look at it real quick? Of course you can. I'm. I'm going to ask Patriots you. Patriots yes and no. Jets are candidates. So I'm going to ask you yes or no questions. Okay. Okay. I, I, do you think the Chiefs get to ten wins? Yes. Do you think the Dolphins get to ten wins? Yes. Do you think the Titans get to ten wins? Yes. Do you think the Ravens get to ten wins? Yes. Do you think the Bills get to ten wins? Yes. Do you think the Bengals get to ten wins? Yes. That's six of the seven playoff spots we just got to ten wins. I have one playoff spot. I have the Jets the Patriots, and the Chargers all at six wins right now. I need one of those teams to get to 10. So the Jets could... You need two of those teams to get to 10. Right. If the Jets get to 10, could the Chargers get to nine and miss? I'm starting to think that that's very truthful, that that is a truthful statement. Okay, I'm with you. So now... I don't get your logic on how you got there, but please continue. Because he thinks the Jets are guaranteed... He said we have six teams that are at 10... I need one more, but you need two more because I'm saying right. one of the, the first team to miss also has 10 wins. But Kyle, so I'm saying you I've need got... two more 10 win teams. Right. No, you had you said one team's going to make it to 10 wins and miss. Right. I've got yes. three teams for one spot. So I have to evaluate those three teams and say, is one of those teams going to get to 10 wins? Yes or no? Then we can go from there and move down the board. OK, that's what okay. I'm trying to do. OK, please continue. I don't appreciate you trying to muddy the waters here. I'm us. trying to make sure you understand the, the, the statement. Joe, I think the Chargers could get to 10 wins. It doesn't matter if we think that. It matters if we think Kyle thinks that. I think he does. But then they would take the, the schedule. So. But then they would take the seven seed. And then you'd have the Jets and the Patriots on the outside looking in. Does one of those teams get to 10? Okay. Now, wait a minute. Kyle may have talked me out of this. It was, you're going to have two AFC teams with winning records miss the playoffs, and one of them has 10 wins. Right. So I need now eight teams to have 10 wins, not just seven. I need to have eight. Shut up, Kyle. Just let me walk through it, okay? Shut up. Well, this is, this is, now we're talking ourselves into this being a lot. Do you want to address the other two statements? I would love to, because, yeah, I would love to. I would love to. I think Kyle thinks a four and seven team does make the playoffs. I do. Okay. Does he think the Browns make the playoffs? We kind of talked about that. I don't know. It's one of the contenders. In the AFC, which we're already. He didn't say. He just said a four and seven team makes the playoffs. So the four and seven teams in the NFL right now. Thank you. I don't need that. I've got that up. I don't need you. Are are the, the Raiders, the Browns, the Steelers, the Jaguars, the Lions. Joe, can so it's Lions two, or bust. Right, but can statement two be true and statement one also be true? 
if a four and seven team, because mm. more of the four and seven teams are in the AFC, if a four and seven team in the AFC is going to make the playoffs, statement the one most, cannot be yeah. accurate. So it's one of those two. Well, then, then he's counting on a four and seven teams going six and zero the rest of the way. That's crazy. There's no way he thinks that. He shouldn't. So statement two is the lie. It well, is it the low hanging fruit? Kyle's going to have to say it with his chest that he thinks a four and seven team is going to go six and zero and make the playoffs. And you know what? Let's let's you know what? Let's make him do that. That's not the point of the game, but let's make him do it anyway. Or does he? I mean, does he think the Chiefs just have outright the best record in the AFC? Possible. I mean, they already do currently, right? They do. The Bills have the tiebreaker, so that would play into that. Uh, the Dolphins right now, if the, if the, the Dolphins lose to the bank, if the if the Dolphins beat the 49ers and the Chiefs lose to the Bengals, the Dolphins will be the one seed in the AFC when we wake up on Monday morning. Which would if also invoke happens. a tiebreaker. Which would invoke a tiebreaker. So, I, so he thinks somebody has outright the best record in the AFC. Yeah, I'm good with that. Probably the Chiefs. Okay. I really strongly believe two's the lie. It should be the lie. Because Kyle's going to have to look at us with an honest face and tell us that he thinks one of these four and seven teams goes six and oh and goes to the playoffs. And again, you no, need unless eight. it's the Lions. Unless it's the Lions. And I know he kind of thinks he, he likes the Lions a little bit. And you need eight teams to have double digit wins in the AFC. Eight. So do we want to evaluate this one more time? Let's, I, this is, we're taking way too long on this, but I, I know we got to get some I, dubs. We've got to get dubs here. The, the, it, it, two just feels, it feels like a bait, man. And he, he he talked to us. He wanted to like set the record straight on the first one. I wanted to, I just make sure you because I don't think because I always get they always get right. Mad I think if, Kyle, if you don't yeah, get I think it. Kyle's I think Kyle is, is kind of hedging to not get screamed at. Correct. Right. Yeah, that was that was panicked Kyle more than anything else. Like, come on, guys, don't do this to me. <laughs> so, Joe, do you believe? So, let me ask you a question: Do you think Kyle believes? That 10 teams, excuse me, eight teams in the AFC are going to get to 10 wins. Chris, hold on. We're talking ourselves into something ridiculous. They don't have to, the four and seven teams don't have to go six and oh. The Lions don't have to go six and oh to make the playoffs. They'd have to go five and one. Right. Are we privy to have their schedule, Kyle? I mean, I'm going to open it up. I don't care. I can look at the, I can look at the schedule. Go ahead and pull up the Lions schedule. A little uncomfortable that you got your, you got your, Hands-on phones over there. Don't know what else you're googling, but that's you're fine. right. You're right. I'm able you're to hack into, into your, your in, into your playoff predictors and see what the results were. Are you out of your mind? Accusing us of cheating? Unbelievable. I got some video proof that I'll bring up at some point. They've got the so here's what the Lions have left. They have the Jets, the Jags, the Vikings, the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers. All right, Joe, hold on a second. Right, brother. I'm telling you, they can win four or five of those, get in the playoffs. Oh boy. Especially what wasn't they've got the head to head over the Giants. Yeah, but they're not gonna beat the They could beat the Jets. I don't think they're going to. They could beat I, the it Jets. It doesn't matter what you think. Kyle probably does think that they're gonna beat the Jets. Well, he would be a bad friend if he thought that, but that's fair. It's nothing to so do Joe, with friendship. It's, it's the evaluation of a football team. Yeah, Joe, I have a tough time thinking eight teams are gonna get to ten wins in the AFC. I think he thinks. I think. I think he thinks number two is true. I think one's a lie. So one's the lie, man. Unless, Joe, if I go with if I go with you and two is the lie, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be mad. I'm just gonna. Watch I'm just it gonna be three. Watch I'm gonna be, be hurt. Well, then, then that's just we just completely just missed the mark. There. No, we talk. There's three contenders. It's Bills, Dolphins, and Chiefs. 
All right, Joe. I, Somebody's going to have an outright best record. Joe, you sold me. You sold me. Well, we're probably wrong, but whatever. Number one is the lie. Lock it One's in. One's the lie. Number one is the lie. Locking uh, you both in. No, that's no, not, that's not the answer. answer. Oh, no, son of a nutcracker. Uh, so let me read. I'm just going to read through the playoff seedings and their records for you both. We're okay? wrong, by uh, the way. Joe. We're going to be in the NFC side of things. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, 15 and two. The Minnesota Vikings, 13 and four. The San Francisco 49ers, 12 and five. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, nine and eight. The Buccaneers will host the 14 and three Dallas Cowboys. As the five seed, the San Francisco 49ers will host the 10 and seven Seattle Seahawks. I don't like this. And the Minnesota Vikings no, will will host division opponent Detroit Whoa. nine and eight. Two is true, Joe. It. All right, we got a 50-50 shot now. Two is true. Okay, so um, the Buffalo Bills are the one seed in the AFC. They need the tiebreaker for it. I don't like this. Yeah, I like this. I don't like this. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are the two seed, and they are hosting the 10-7 and seven Los Angeles Chargers. The Baltimore Ravens are hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, and the four-seed Tennessee Titans are hosting the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the first team out is the New York Jets with 10 wins. Oh, we got him to 10, Joe. Oh, no. And the Cleveland Browns finish 9-8, and eight, are the second team out. So we're wrong. Three's the lie. Making... The fourteen and three Kansas City Chiefs as the two seed, Son of losing you, out. You on have the, the Bills being two games better than the Chiefs the rest of the way. I have the Bills winning out right now. I think they get better. You're insane, man. I, I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> this feels like this. This feels like a, a build up for like a. Uh, there, there's 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 reasons behind this. The Kyle doing this today. No, surely not. I, I had Bills the, probably uh, go four and two the rest of the way. I had the Chiefs falling in Cincinnati against the Bengals with Jamar Chase coming back. And then the other loss that I had for Kansas City. Um, They're beatable. They can lose it. I got to tell you. I got to tell you right now, I'm going to feel some type of way if the Jets win double-digit games and miss the playoffs. Oh, welcome. You're welcome to that. Welcome to oh, that. that let, me, let me tell you what that feel feels s- like to have a winning record two years in a row and miss the playoffs both times. I would have feel some type of way. Yeah, I, I, can, I can imagine that you would. I would imagine that's a pretty shitty feeling All right, to have a winning record next? and to win 10 so games Ky- and miss the playoffs. Kyle Especially if he did ground. it in like a 16-game schedule. More ground has been gained. For now. Can I go? Can I yeah, go? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Here are my three statements. We're focusing on one of the things you have to win in order to win the football game. you got to win the turnover margin. Mm. So we're talking about turnovers here I know here a lot about the these. Show. All right. Feel good. The AFC team with the biggest positive turnover differential is the Baltimore Ravens at plus eight. The team with the worst turnover differential in the NFL is the Indianapolis Colts. There are more teams with a positive or neutral turnover differential than there are teams with a negative turnover differential. You think the Ravens are plus eight, Kyle? I think that's within a realm of possibility. I think I think three is true because I know the Dolphins came into last week minus one in turnover differential, and they were like 22nd in the league. Okay, so three is true. I feel like three is true. I know Miami has, has was plus two, so I believe they're positive now, but I just remember seeing that as a point of reference before last week's game that they were minus one and like 22nd in the NFL. So I feel pretty good about three being a factual statement. Okay. You think the Colts have the worst turnover differential in the AFC or the league? 
Uh, it's for the entire NFL. So they have the worst plus minus. Well, let's not forget the uh, miracle that was Matt Ryan with the interceptions and fumbles that he had in the first six weeks of the season. He had like 18 in the first six weeks. Uh, Sam Ellinger started two games, and one of them was against the Patriots, which was just a total nightmare. What other teams are are feasting turnovers-wise on the AFC that could challenge plus eight? I know Philly was plus like 14 or something outrageous before they lost against the Commanders. So I feel like there's another team there. Could the New York Jets... No, not with not with Wilson. No, the, the Wilson only had like the one bad game from yeah, a turnover's perspective. Yeah, otherwise they've been pretty good. They've been pretty good. I think the Jets are a contender. I don't think the Patriots are a contender just because of I know Mac everything Jones about the turnovers. Patriots. The Patriots are are very they're fifth in turnover frequency and they're eighth in and ter- takeaway frequency. So they're going to be close to zero probably. Are the Titans a candidate for oh. low turnovers? Like a good turnover differential? Probably. They want that. Okay, this I know I should know this answer, but the game that the Bills beat them like 40 to three, did they turn over the ball? Matt Milano had to pick six, right? Was that it? The Bills hadn't recovered a fumble until like two weeks ago, so it was only interceptions. Did they have another one? You tell me. All right. <laughs> man i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest though like as i sit here and i think about baltimore being seven and four and we've talked about a lot of their problems the fact that they are seven and four makes me also feel like they're up there i don't know that they're like definitively locked in did they turn the ball over a bunch of times to uh invite that miami comeback no, they they had turnover. Here's here's what the Ravens do. They turn the ball over on fourth down. Right. The Ravens went for it twice does against not, the Miami game on count. fourth down. Right. Once at midfield statistics. and once on the goal line, and turned it over both times on downs. I feel right. like they've gotten bur- burned more by fourth down attempts than they have actual turnovers. Read the statements again if you'd like. Uh, uh, help. Here to help the first anyway, yeah, so I'd like the second one one more time. Sure. I'm a, Joe asked for the first two, so I'm going to uh, help my friend, but I will make sure to read the second one as well. The AFC team with the biggest positive turnover differential is the Baltimore Ravens at plus eight. The team with the worst turnover differential in the NFL is the Colts. There are more teams with a positive or neutral turnover differential than there are teams with a negative turnover differential. Who are we for? Getting. We're forgetting somebody on one end of the spectrum here, I feel like. Because I'm I'm very confident three is true. What about the Rams? Could they be the worst? They maybe. I know the Browns are down there. Are the, the Texans down like- there? The Browns don't get any takeaways. Any. Right. So could they be the worst? Jacoby throwing a lot of interceptions? Probably like I mean, six, right? Six or seven? I'm sure they don't fumble much. 
I know Nick Chubb fumbled against the Dolphins, right? That's he like did. one. He did. I feel like that's the that's the one that I feel like there's the most candidates, right? We've just introduced a handful of names. The Colts are like a problem though. They're like they're they've had a lot. Right. Um because on the AFC top of the fence side of things, the only teams that come to mind to me potentially are the Jets and the Titans. But we just went through like Rams, Browns, Texans, Panthers. How are they in turnovers? The getting turnovers or turning over the ball? Both. Because we needed we need them both to be we need them to be I bad. I think they at both. get both. I think they get both. They get both. <laughs> I think I want to. I know go. the Packers. I'll tell you this: the Packers are a team that didn't get a lot of turnovers. Like when they went into that Bills game, those were like, that was like their second and third interception of the year, or something like that. Really? Yeah. So I, man, they the more didn't we get talk, any the, turnovers, I think I'm going to go with two then. I just think there's enough names there that that feels like the space that somebody could be worse than Indianapolis. But the, I mean, the Colts are. I'm going with I, one. Uh, are you locked in? Yeah, I'll go with two. I don't feel great about it. Uh, nobody cares about second place, so I'm going for one. Uh, Joe, you think one's the lie, right? I don't want to do this for you again. I think one is the lie. And I think some other team is. The The AFC team with the biggest positive turnover differential is the Baltimore Ravens at plus eight. They are second in the NFL at plus eight. That makes them the top AFC team. The next two teams in the AFC in turnover differential are. I got to sort the chart again. My apologies. Hold on. Stand by. Are the Los Angeles Chargers at plus three. And the Tennessee Titans, Jets and Steelers and Jags are all at plus Mm. two. Wow, that's not that's... the team with the worst turnover differential in the NFL is the Colts. The Colts turnover differential is negative 10 on the season. That is second worst in the National Football League. The New Orleans Saints are a minus 14 in the we turnover department. The that is the lie. We should have thought about them with the Thursday game in against the Cardinals when they threw like Three picks and two were pick sixes and yeah. before half. Browns are minus seven. Rams are minus seven. Packers are minus five. Panthers are minus four. Texans are minus four. Some of the other teams that you mentioned there. But the Saints, minus 14. Mm. So Kyle got it. Kyle got it. So Joe goes to 10 and 12. It's an 0-2 day week for Mr. Joseph. Are we taking this one month at a time moving forward? Like, finish out the year, but we'll, then one. We'll finish out the year, and then we'll go month at a time, yes. Okay. All right, here's mine. There's nothing you can know other than you've been in my office. You ready? I'll prepare no. for you guys to be pissed at me. Joe, why right. do you, you don't you don't have, have to do three this. You did, three ferns in each corner of my? You office. didn't have to do this, <laughs> Joe. You didn't have to do this. I was just as angry as you were last week, and I came back and I played the game the way it's supposed to be played. You don't offering, have to do this, Joe. Offering some variety here. We 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 you know we record with Kyle every day. He's got a Dan Marino signed jersey behind him, and so it's a Joe um, Marino signed jersey, actually, I believe. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, no, I didn't. I didn't sign that. Um, so I'm going to give you three statements. Two of them are true. One of them's wrong, and it's about autographed items in my office. 
I have an Eric Moulds signed mini helmet. I have an Eric Moulds signed mini helmet. I have a Bruce Smith signed jersey. I have that a is Bruce factual. That's true. Jersey. That one's that definitely factual. true. I have a Fred Jackson signed mini helmet. Mm. I have a Fred Jackson signed mini helmet. So Kyle, my gut, I feel he's talked about Moulds more than he's ever talked about Jackson. That's more my yeah, gut. Yeah, but Jack's, Jackson's like the easy, low-hanging fruit. Maybe got that on a holiday from somebody who wanted to get him something Bill's memorabilia. It's not breaking the budget, right? Watchy has both in the the budget. Well, honestly, Watchy has Watchy has both, but the Bruce Smith jersey's not. Well, no, it's not signed. I did that. That might be a very realistic outcome. I know he has a bunch of mini helmets. He used to have one right over his right shoulder there on the. Joe, I just the end of that. I just want to let you know as a. I just want to let you know as a friend. I hate that you did this to me because I didn't do this to you. I didn't do I know this, this to anybody. Is, I know you're trying to get it, Kyle, and I and I can appreciate that, but you don't have to thank my record in order to do it, okay? You have an opportunity to get this correct. I'm going to go the on, Eric, I'm, Eric Mold's mini helmet final answer for me. Is the lie. The Jackson helmet lie, number three, the lie. Lock it in. <laughs> Locked in. Um, so I, I do have a Bruce Smith signed jersey. Which I recently acquired. I knew that you guys knew that I had a Bruce Smith jersey, but it, that yeah. one that you knew about wasn't signed. I don't think I told you they got one signed. Well, that's that's what I was worried about. Okay. Uh, right down there, you, you'll find a Fred Jackson signed mini helmet, but I don't have an Eric Moulds signed. Mini Let's helmet. go, perfect win. Eric Moulds was my first ever Bills jersey that I ever owned. Though. <laughs> Are you happy? Are you happy, Joe? You let Kyle have a perfect week by doing this. Uh, we just got to get to the end of the month. It's a fresh, it's a fresh set of, set of downs. Uh, so now we're just we're mailing it in for the remainder no, of the month. That's why I did what I did. I thought two was the lie on yours. That's why I said nobody cares about second place. I got to pick up a game here, and it, it backfired. So Kyle picked up. Good God, you picked up four games on me today. Well, he's or, or? he's fifteen and seven. You're ten and twelve. Yeah. I'm six and sixteen. I didn't get anything this week. I like to think of myself as twelve and ten. <laughs> because of the two that didn't yep. go your way. Yeah. Yep. All right. It's fair. Might not Just, matter. Fair. Might you not matter. Misunderstood the assignment. That's fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that that's uh, two truths and a lie. Nobody's mad at each other. I think there's smiles all uh, around. So that's. Meh. You're frustrated. You're just you're frustrated. frustrated. You're not mad. You're Joe. frustrated. No, okay. I'm just fr- disappointed in my friend Joe. Imagine that. Imagine that. It's going to do it for us today here on the show. Kyle Krabs, Joe Renner, Chris Schubert. Thanks for friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. You make it a great weekend. Enjoy all the football that awaits you. And we look forward to catching up with you all again on Monday. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com. Or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.